We are recording, so greetings, ladies and gentlemen. I am Renegade Operative, and we have a special TCP podcast. Here we're talking about the best and worst video game remakes and reboots in our top five lists personally. Here we have the panel, and I'm going to introduce them all. So first, we have Mr. Daybreaker Rain. How's it going, everybody? Daybreaker Rain here, and I've been looking forward to this, kind of put it on the back burner for a little bit, but I'm glad we're finally getting around to it. Next, we have Hades Manticore. Hello, I'm here. I've been looking forward to this since we came up with it in the last podcast I was on. Next, we have Captain Chaos. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I just kind of learned about this, and I, I, I did know about it before, but I felt like I should probably get on on this, too, because there are quite a few reboots I remember playing, so I felt like I could contribute quite a bit to this as well. Next, we have Devil Hunter James. Uh, what's up, guys? I didn't know about it either, but I was intrigued, so I'm like, well, I know there's plenty of terrible-ass reboots and good ones, so it'll be a good discussion. And last, we have Sir Brandle. Introduce yourself, sir, you old fucker. Alright, <laughs> you're, old, you're old. There we go. We'll pass. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. All right, fuck them. So we're gonna we're gonna start. <laughs> we're we're gonna start with uh, Hades. I want you to go off your list and uh, tell us about the best and worst remakes and reboots in your opinion. Oh, um, do you want me to start with best or worst? Yeah. Well, you can start with worst. I think that's more entertaining. That's true. That's true. But it's a lot more miserable. That's for sure. I like um, to hear. <laughs> my top. My top five for worst. Uh, number five, would, I would put DMC. DMC on there, Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry. I'm sure we're all familiar with that game at this point, right? Horrible. <coughs> Unfortunately. Garbage. <laughs> very, very true. Do you want me to go more into that or just like... Sure. Just... Um, it, it's your turn, so you can go ahead and go in depth. I mean, just... God, I wish I knew more about it. But like, I just never liked the marketing that they did with that game, where they basically just spent most of their time saying that we didn't really that old Dante wasn't cool, and that we shouldn't like the new old Dante. We should like the new one instead. If the old Dante walked into a bar, that whole rhetoric, right? Oh, yeah, their PR is uh, something Capcom is pretty embarrassed about, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, extends extends to the modern day, where Street Fighter Five has just been like a train wreck, basically. But we're not here to talk about that. Uh, then I think DMC was one of those games that suffered from like the dumbing down because I guess they wanted it to appeal to a more broader audience, so they just like made it less and less complicated. Oh yeah, I right? give you S ranks for everything. Brain dead. It Basically, is brain, it is brain dead. I I do hate when like skill based games get dumbed down for a broader audience. It's just like you don't need to do it at all. But I guess that's what Capcom thinks is best. So lit awful game. To move on to my number four, uh, Golden Axe Beast Rider is number four for me. Just I was like, that I swear that came out in the time where they were doing like dark and gritty reboots of everything because it was so successful with Batman. And they, I don't know why you would try to make Golden Axe like dark and gritty. It's supposed to be somewhat like lighter in tone. Am I right? It's like supposed to be like Conan, basically. Yeah, I think I kind of remember that game, the one on the NES uh, Golden Axe. Uh, no, that was Gauntlet was it? on the NES. Uh, Golden Axe was Genesis. Okay. Yeah, it was I know it was like a side scroller type uh, <laughs> side scroller beat him up. 
Well, that that game that I and it was more focused on like like brutal kills, basically, where you would like counter or parry your opponent, and then you know you would like do an animation where you like slit their throat, and just really wasn't that entertaining to deal with. But oh well. Uh, number three, I'm not sure if this one would count technically, but I I had to put I had to put Sonic 06 on here because what is that game? Even? Oh, Jesus uh, it kind of does and it doesn't. It counts as a continuity thing, but. It writes itself out of the continuity at the same time. It's hard to explain it, but I, yes, I just basically it counts a reboot because it was like its whole like own separate universe, right? Because I don't think humans and like Sonic's creatures—I yeah. don't know what the hell to call them—ever it, interact. It's like a weird um, situation. It I would is like the same universe, fortunately. Yeah. I I think they were marketing it as a reboot, and it turned out to be some sort of weird continuation. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. the name is confusing because it's just, you know, Sonic 06 and not, like, uh, anything besides that. So I, I don't know that much. <laughs> Sonic, it's Sonic uh, the Hedgehog, but... Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those things where, like, because there's a couple of games like that that just are called what the previous games or previous iterations were. And so it's like, to differentiate, you have to add the year, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the, I don't the like that either. The the one thing that really blows my mind about Sonic 06 uh, specifically is the character Silver, because um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Sonic Ultimate Genesis collection for PS3 and Xbox 360, but there's an interview on there with the creator of that character, and that character was actually supposed to be his own game. Like, he was supposed <laughs> to have his completely own separate game, his own thing and everything, but for whatever reason, they just shoehorned him into the Sonic franchise just because they thought it would sell better than him just having a standalone game, so kind of crazy like i it, it's almost kind of like one of those things like if you could go back in time and convince him to make that game what it would be like would it be as awful as sonic 06 or would it be like something far better than sonic 06 it's kind of weird because they had no problem giving shadow his own game either so it's yeah, fucking no. weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it it's turned out to be shit. yeah it turned out to be awful so there you go <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse yeah, it could have been shadow the hedgehog could it be worse than redoing the game like 20 times to get everything? Yes, yeah, it could have been worse. Shut up, Brendan. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. It could have been a lot worse. I'll play worse. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> more, more, I don't know. Just with Sonic 06, is just so weird because it's like, like the opening cutscene looks like a Final Fantasy game, and it's really weird to see like yeah, human that was... beings that look normal meshing uh, with. Sonic the Hedgehog, you know? It's like yeah. some weird fan fiction shit. Oh, with the yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Cartoonish characters yeah. and realistic looking uh, humans, uh, you know, even, like out of a Final even, Fantasy game. Uh, even with bestiality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was oh, yeah, and the implied bestiality is. He kissed the corpse. That's the worst part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like true, Ren. It's true. That yeah, happens. You know, it'll be directed she right there. She kissed a dead animal corpse and brought it back to life. Modern day oh. Sleeping Beauty. Brandon's on some bullshit, but yes, that that kind of semi happens. Uh, just uh, that game's just so weird, and I just Sonic 06 is just such a mess of a game, like barely functions. You can watch like so many videos and like let's plays about how bad that game is, and it certainly has earned its name as a very terrible reboot of a game. Uh, number two is a little more like less known, but have you guys ever heard of Space Raiders? 
That sounds really familiar. fair. Really it was a Space Ooh. Invaders reboot for the GameCube. Oh. It had like the same style where you were like standing at the bottom of the screen and aliens would come down at you. And <laughs> it probably looks stupid and better graphics, I'm guessing. It just you're, it's not like you're not like a tank defending off like an invasion. You're like a person on the ground with like a machine gun, like shooting aliens that are coming at you, and like the voice. <laughs> oh, oh god, that reminds me of the fucking centipede one, the one on the Wii centipede infestation. It's the same sort of deal. Like instead of being like a little ship, you were a person. That's it right there. Yeah, that oh, looks how was that ridiculous? That's that's, uh, that's space raider. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like. Max had a really shitty video game, you know? I wish it wasn't as serious as Mars Attack, because the voice acting is horrible, and I think they're trying to, like, play it straight, and it just does not work at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks weird on a 3D plane like that. And... <laughs> it looks yeah, like it almost like a really like bad Resident Evil knockoff or something like, with aliens. Uh, well, it was the, the reboot of Space Invaders, if that makes you feel any better. Because I guess we need to reboot Space Invaders at a point and make it more serious. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't does it work? I don't even know what to think of that game, so I'll just move on. And uh, number one worst game for me is definitely Bomberman X Zero. Like, yeah, dark and gritty reboot of Bomberman. <laughs> was that done by Konami? My... No, I don't. Was it? I'm not sure. Yeah, Bomberman's owned by Konami. Oh, yeah, that's shit. what I'm saying. I don't remember who did that because it looks. Uh, no. It's such an unserious. It's such an unserious video game series. I don't know why you try to give it an edgy tone. <laughs> look at that that looks ridiculous. The oh, name even makes it ridiculous. I, I think that was like a launch. Iron Man and a Spy Kids. Yeah, it was. A, it was a launch title for the 360. If I recall correctly, it was. Mm. Yeah, because I remember looking at it back then. I was just like. Is that Bomberman? What? What is this? This isn't like wacky wild Bomberman where you're like a little dude with a white hat on. It's just ridiculous. I have Although no idea. Never, I've never heard of Hudson till now. I think they're the ones that do Bomberman. They did <laughs> Smash did Bros, dude. Oh, see, I don't have it on GameCube or Wii or any of that shit, so I wouldn't know. No, they did the original Smash Bros, like N64 Smash Bros. That's like probably one of their most notable things. Never owned Smash Bros. Always played it at a friend's house. <laughs> no, oh. Ren. Wait. I think one of the uh, one of the hey, things that. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it's all for a sec. No, I was just gonna chime in on about Bomberman Zero. Uh, like the thing that I think really blows my mind is the whole that you have to you have to beat the whole damn thing in one sitting. Like you don't get in the, no continues <laughs> or no save points. It's ninety nine levels is just bullshit, and it's like who the fuck has the time let alone the the patience for that like that may have worked back in the nes days just to make games longer but it's like fuck you know you would think like with a modern console like xbox 360 you know you would have some form of save you know like maybe like checkpoints every 10 levels or something i forgot about that entirely holy shit <laughs> also yeah, I can i chime in really quickly um they were thinking about also rebooting Vector Man as well, which I think it got canceled, but that screenshot in the chat is pretty much how it would have looked like. 
So there you well, go. Well, I'm glad that that never came to pass because Vector Man 1 and 2 are probably some of my favorite Genesis games. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm very Fuck glad they didn't do that. Whoever was going to do that, Konami. I, I think Sega <laughs> uh, was behind that. Uh, oh, really? oh, really? It was, it was Sega that was going to reboot it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, it is their IP, so... I mean, I think I would be a little bit more... I, I guess a little bit more accepting of that, but if it was still garbage, it's still garbage at the end of the day, so... I agree. Basically, yeah. They probably just went through, like, their Genesis Collection disc and were like, we haven't rebooted this yet, let's get to it now. Right. But yeah, that's my top five, so whoever's next, go on. Uh, Hades, did you do your best yet? Oh, did you want me to go back and forth? I thought we would go like worst everyone across, then best everyone across. Well, if if you want to do it whatever way you want, then that's pretty much fine. But um, I guess James could go next if you're done. James. Yeah. All right. Um, I was trying to think of something else besides DMC, DMC, because I knew what someone's going to say it before me. So I mean, think everybody's going to have that one. Somewhere. Yeah, we, we already <laughs> talked about why it's garbage. I don't. I don't really need to harp on that one. Um, Doom Three. I think I was gonna put that on there. there. Really? Yes. yes. Really? Who the fuck am I talking to in this chat right now? Get it out. No. No. Seriously. Seriously. Doom Three. Yes. Compared to the other Dooms, I don't like the direction that Doom Three went with. I don't think it's an absolutely terrible game. I don't think it's a good Doom game, though. I don't know. The horror, it doesn't, it didn't need the horror, in my opinion. The flashlight was annoying. It's okay, but it's not a good they Doom did, game. Well, okay, to be fair, they did fix that in the BFG edition. I'm just talking about, like, vanilla, like, the first yeah, time they I brought it out. Yeah, it's super dark as fuck and shit, but, I mean, I, I guess Doom 3 has a certain appreciation to it, considering the fact that they changed the playstyle. It's a lot more slow and methodical. Uh, so if you're a big like survival horror fan, maybe that game will appeal to you. But if you're not and you like fast paced uh, Doom, then maybe you could go yeah, to the see, new one. I yeah. I, I, I like another reason horror. I didn't I, like that. I yeah. thought Doom Three was it wasn't bad, but it was like average in my opinion. Like it just. Well, like, Doom's not supposed to be a slow-paced, you know, yeah, survival I mean, I'm, horror. I'm I'm fine with games going in a different direction, but yeah, I agree. Like with it being kind of boring, you know, it's that that was my problem with it is that you know it's it's just it's not really the game. It felt like the game was trying to have you like on the edge, you know, really tense half the time, so you know it wouldn't give you that much ammo and stuff. But it it really just ended up being more annoying than anything, and not really yeah. scary. So yeah, I I agree with what Ren said. I can see why uh, people would like Doom Three, but as a Doom game, strictly, it is bad. If it's that's what it's trying to emulate. Hmm. Um. All right, Chaos is gonna fight me on this. The Lords of Shadow series of Castlevania, aka the t- Castlevania Lords of Shadow One and Two, mostly Two. I was gonna go. With, well, actually, I had two on mine, but I wasn't gonna say the first one because I thought the first one actually was competent in many areas except maybe for the puzzles did like i i remember you mentioning earlier feel very tacked on like oh, I, there's I, I felt so like many. i could have done without it really i don't understand like if you play the other castlevanias which i already know most of us have like you know there's like Hello. basically no puzzles it's it's an adventure <laughs> 2d scrolling game yeah like, uh, a lot of whipping <laughs> 
the worst thing I could I could see about that game is the combat is very 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 bare bones and very basic and it very is very God of War. Yeah, like um I can see why people wouldn't like it. Uh it, it does definitely I agree get repetitive. Um but it's not like it wasn't for me at least to the point where it wasn't fun. I I still I did enjoy the combat well, I, but I, I still like the first game. Yeah. Like aside from the puzzles, I actually think Gabriel would have been a pretty good Belmont for the Canon series. I, yeah, like I canon. actually thought the like the first game was good and it ended on a really interesting note. Like it had like this huge cliffhanger. I'm not gonna spoil it, but at the end, at the very end of the game, you know where you find out what it. Uh, well, I, I won't say it, but uh, basically, it's a pretty big cliffhanger. It sets up the second game really well, uh, and then the second game takes all that and takes a huge shit on everything so cool concept yeah. for two but it kind of fell fl- okay the introduction for about two, two is fucking amazing cool like i don't i hate that it. so much because like it was amazing i thought it was great and then after that it goes to shit like really quick i was gonna I say the know. demo was really good but then the main yeah, game the, is actually crappy the demo is incredibly misleading because the demo is actually the very first the very beginning of the actual game um and then after that it's fucking shit like it's just it's just boring it's terrible uh-huh. I don't even want to talk about what they've done to Alucard compared to Symphony of the Night. I, I, they turn yeah. him into a fucking Scottish Twilight vampire. Yeah, and you fight Satan <laughs> again. Like so. The only cool yeah. thing they did was that he uses the Chrysogrim. That was it. Everything else pissed me off. Um, Let me see. Oh, I don't know if anyone was ever going to mention this. The, t- the uh, Thief 2014 reboot. I was... God yeah, damn it, you're it. taking all my fucking games. I'm sorry, Great Minds Think Alike. Uh, yeah, I fucking hated it. I'm not even a big fan of the old Thief games. I hated it. <laughs> I don't like it because it's extremely mainstream and there's a far less options, yeah. and I don't like how they it's, mess with Garrett's It's full character. of modern conveniences, and that one woman that dies in the beginning of the game, I fucking hate her, and she, like, haunts Garrett... Uh, what was his fucking name? Uh, uh, Garrett, 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 yeah. Garrett for like the entire game, and it's like, who is this woman? Why? Like, I don't understand. And she's just the bitch to you the whole time that she was alive, and it's just, I don't, I don't get it. So the whole game ended up kind of being about her, and it's like it, that annoyed the shit out of me because I hated her character. But uh, uh, one other thing that's even uh, stupider is, what the hell would Garrett have an apprentice? He's he's a loner person. He's always been alone. They, they fucked with the characters. They fucked with the gameplay. It's not really hard at all. It feels more like Dishonored, if anything. Uh, the only thing I will say I did kind of like about Thief was that they kind of did keep the atmosphere of it, I guess. Um, it did kind of still feel a little bit like Thief. Somewhat, But yeah. that's not saying much. I mean... I don't remember. Did they get rid of? They got rid of most of the monsters, actually. If I'm not mistaken, there's only like one. Uh, there two were, or three. I, yeah, there were still some, but yeah, most of them were kind of scrapped. So they took out some of the lore, which I didn't like either. Um, yeah, my main thing was that they changed Garrett way too much. So that pissed me off the most. I think he had a different voice actor too than the original games. His voice didn't bother me. It's just how the, how they changed his entire like biography is what I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, let me see. The last thing I have to say is Star Wars Battlefront EA's stupid version oh, that came out. I think we ag- can agree that was a very bad start for a new Battlefront series. It's it's Battlefield with a fucking space theme. 
Mm-hmm. That's you know, that battlefield's actually good, but the way they did it was so lazy and bare bones. There's hardly anything from like Battlefront Two. And don't forget, they canceled Battlefront Three when it was almost done yeah. from the original team. That pissed me off so bad. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> Thanks for that. Weren't vehicles uh, drops in the new one too? They didn't even have vehicles really until like they had to patch it in. Well, they did have. There's a couple of maps that are vehicle based. Um, it, it I was watching. Uh, I was watching my older brother play it, and uh, he was playing. I think Endor, and it was the mission objective was to take down the ATAT, and then uh, the enemies could get into ATSTs. So um, I guess there is some vehicle or combat, but not really a lot. Um, at least from what I've seen. I know that that was like one of the big things too was is that space battles weren't a thing in the original. Like the very, when it first came out, space battles weren't a thing. And that is like, like that's what made Battlefront Battlefront. Like you had not only like the ground missions, but then you had those battles where you could take it to space and get in the ships and just blow the shit out of freaking Kingdom Come on everything on enemy carriers and crap. And that's what made it really fun. Like Battlefront 2 is probably some of my best memories freaking growing up playing that fucking game. Pretty much. So yeah, EA really, really took a dump all over it. Um, I, I guess I'm a little bit optimist for the sequel though. EA's Battlefront 2. I hope that they kind of address a lot of the critiques from the original because it, it could be a good game. It could be. It I want to be optimistic, but this is EA we're talking about, so <laughs> don't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah I, no, not at all. I said this in the chat, but uh, Battlefront Two, the new one, it has way more content and features more than the first. If you bought the first one that they did uh recently then you got shafted because they took out space battles they gave you all this dlc there's um, like three heroes per faction instead of like friggin 20 there there's a uh, one era now which is just stupid because the star wars lore is so diverse now that just having one era is not enough uh yeah so i agree the old battlefront those games are amazing. I mean, pick up Battlefront 2. That was the apex of the series back then. Um, them canceling Battlefront 3 over this it is horseshit. And if you got the money for an OG Xbox version of Battlefront 2, get that version because it's got four-player split screen. Yes. Only yes, version of the game that does. So, And I would, uh, I would recommend PC because I got it on PC, but the servers are shut down. So the only way that you could do it would probably be like through Hamachi or like third party just land, just land play yeah yeah all right continue james uh yeah you guys said it before they left out the space battles didn't they put something in but it's like you're just in the sky on a planet or something um that i don't know that shit does not look like you're in space there's there ain't no blackness or no stars mm, no yeah, all i know is five vehicles um on the planet but you cannot go in space only yeah. high in atmosphere that's shit. That no one, no one cares about fighting with air vehicles over the planet. They want to be in space fighting star destroyers and shit. Yeah. They have like no heroes. Um. Oh, you know what really pissed me off? They left out so many of the character classes from both the Imperial faction and the Rebels. There's well, how many do you even have? Like four or five in that game? Like the new one? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. that. It's like four, I think. There's so many there. You could play as like, like five droids alone, like on the in the uh, Imperial Army. That's what, minusing all the human classes, like the stormtroopers and shit. 
Yeah, they had I mean, so like, much they got rid of. Yeah, I mean, like in the originals, like especially in like Battlefront Two, because they added a couple classes. I mean, it was like just like on the uh, for the example, like the Empire side, you had your like basic rifleman stormtrooper. You had like an arc trooper, which was like heavy weaponry. You had the dark trooper, which was My the favorite. one with the jetpack, which was freaking fun as fuck. You know, and then it's like in the droids, you could not only play as just the regular, you know, tan looking droids with like you the, could be the droidicas. you could be the droidicas and the super battle droid. So it was just like, yeah, I mean, you just had so much variety and as well as like, you know, from both different eras, even when you did like the modes where you just played as the heroes, you had a crap ton of variety between the, the heroes on both factions. Yeah, they had like 10 or 20. I, I, I remember they had like an ass load of heroes per faction. Not three, which is completely pathetic. Also, did, aren't the heroes really slow in the new one? If I'm not mistaken. Um, from little uh, clips and videos so. I've seen, I think they're really they're they're a lot easier to kill than they were in the original games. That's dumb too. I've seen people like snipe Palpatine in like two seconds. Like, oh, Emperor of the Empire dead in like five seconds. Okay. Yeah, you can kill the characters way faster in this game than the older ones. <sighs> Yeah, uh, you guys can keep going. I've pretty much had everything I need to say about it. Yeah, it uh, sucks. All right, so I guess I can go. Um, I'm going to go over worst games very briefly. So we got DMC, DMC here, DMC Double May Cry. Uh, that game is utterly horrendous. Uh, I played it on PS Plus the first time around, and it was Double May Cry at 30 FPS, which is something no one can defend as a hack slash fan and i don't know how people did but they did it they said uh, it'd feel like 60 frames though it'll feel like 60 that was the most ridiculous statement if, i ever heard if you oh, believe I it 60 frames that it is go ahead brendan <laughs> no, the funny thing is that vanquish is at 30 frames the second game but it actually feels like a 60 frames game legit because how fast paced it is it won't DMC be that way on pc though and the engine does not help DMC DMC because oh, no, it's Unreal no. 3 and Unreal 3 is looks garbage. Looks like muddy shit by comparison yeah. to DMC 4. DMC 4 looks like a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we have uh, Need for Speed 2015. Useless. Um, they came back with Need for Speed and it was an average game. Which was... Game. Yeah, it was, but Underground was so good back then and they put a lot of effort into that game. This one was like just the name out there um now they're having this new need for speed where it's always online and these features that they're implementing in these need for speed games are just terrible compared to the older ones next we have i'm good oh i just wanted to say but but was the crew better than the reboot of need for speed because i I played the crew and i didn't really care for it because it was the same thing it was always online it was like an mmo racer like if that makes sense which really when you really put it down on paper doesn't (laughs) it's funny because i never played the crew but they were giving that away for free so i don't think from the sounds of it it did well uh but i I probably will check that out soon but if it sounds like what you said then i'm probably not going to be that impressed uh next we have final fight streetwise because final fight (laughs) needed a gritty third person reboot where Everyone said the word fuck, and the gameplay mechanics were horrible. Fuck. Uh, next, we have Turtles in Time <laughs> Reshelled, because you take a great arcade game, and you make a remake out of it, and it, it turns out worse. to be absolute dog shit. It's worse than the original. 
Uh, we already covered Sonic 06. We already know uh, Hedgehog on human action is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Uh, next, we're going to move on to the best. So Ninja Gaiden 2004, uh, great game. Ninja Gaiden 2 was also great. That, that, God damn it, you took my fucking That voice. reboot series in particular, I, I really enjoyed it. Not 3 so much, but still I, I found some excitement out of Razor's Edge. Uh, next we have Prince of Persia Sands of Time. That was also just super amazing how they rebooted it, put it in a bigger world, and gave you a lot to do. I also like the time powers as well because it's awesome just going back in time in case you fuck up and using the time dagger to consume enemies. I thought that was really fun. Uh, next we have Doom. I forgot what year it came out. 2006 or 5? Fuck you. I oh, forget. no, you're not picking the one I'm picking up. Okay, the good. Two, it was the 2016, <laughs> the PS4 one, right? Yeah, yeah 2016, my bad. Fuck! Uh, uh, stop taking my up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Doom, Doom 2016 was an amazing game. I still need to play it, by the way, but I just love the gore and carnage and how fast it is and how they implement all the old enemies uh, in the modern setting. That was pretty amazing. Uh, next, perfect blend of classic and uh, modern put together. Yes. Next we have Mega Man Maverick Hunter X. A lot of people don't like some of the changes in this game with uh, Vow in the beginning and the fact that uh, some of the music is rearranged. But I really enjoyed this uh, remake in particular because they just put their best effort forward into making this the best it could. And uh, it, it still feels like the classic, you know, Mega Man X. Uh, it's a shame that, yeah, like Brandon was saying, they canceled a, a string of Mega Man X remakes because it didn't do so well. That and powered up. Uh, so we had That's the unfortunate. unfortunate I, yeah, so because... because of fix... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead, Brandon. Because they could have fixed um, Mega Man X6. Oh yeah, that's also true. That could have been that could have been a game that really needed some dire fixing because the level design in Mega Man X six is not the greatest. So they could have maybe fixed those uh, shadow stages. I wouldn't mind them re including it, but I don't want to be in an area where everything else is just pitch fucking dark and I can't see while I'm platforming. Hey Ren, yeah, I was like, you see next stage you fight the donut like eight times. Oh oh yeah, I remember those. You better yeah, have zero. Uh, I I was actually gonna add that onto my list, but I, I replaced it with something else. But yeah, that was that was, that to me is like, it's not a bad remake. It really isn't. Um, I know that a lot of I, I guess like continuity wise, people don't consider that like anywhere because it changes up like story behind Sigma, story behind Vile, which is whatever you know. I, I, that's a discussion for another day. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it had potential. Like I think the PSP was a was a pretty decent platform for something like that. And I, like it's freaking Mega Man X on the go. Like yeah, you can't fucking go wrong with that. Like it, yeah, it may be updated graphics. It may have voices and stuff that weren't in the original, but it, it really did try its best to stay true. Uh, to the original Mega Man X as much as it could, you know, but be between terms of like how the game paces, how the movement is, it didn't fully change it to like, you know, X7, you know, where it was like fully 3D or whatever. Oh. You know, so it really, it, like that's, it, it is a shame that it didn't, um, it didn't catch on. 
Um, it's kind of the same thing with like the Mega Man powered up. Uh, that could have actually had a lot of potential, and I that that also had something in it where you could actually make your own levels. So I would have loved to see that like reappear in like the Maverick Hunter X series if they ever did that. Where like you know one of the games had its own level editor. Oh yeah, of course. I, I think that also offers up creativity because you know people like to share stuff and put their levels out there online. So I'm pretty sure that could have went somewhere. Uh, and the last thing I have on this list for best is Resident Evil Remake. Just absolutely fantastic. It is the definition of what a remake should be, where they put in, like, new levels, new enemies, uh, weapons, features. It's the whole fucking kit and caboodle. They have everything you need, um... That's even better than the original in a lot of areas. That's that's what I really like what a remake does when it takes something and it makes it even better than what it used to be back in the past. Uh, so Resident Evil Remake is definitely number one on my list. All right, cool deal. All right, so who's next? Mr. Daybreaker, you want to go next? Uh, Sure, yeah, I'll run through mine real quick. All right, so we'll start off with worst. At number five, I had Star Fox Zero as my worst reboot um i was really <laughs> i was really upset with uh what they did with that i've heard nothing but really awful things because of the gyro controls that they've done with the game the fact that they revisited the same story that we've already been told a million times again it's andros because her der why not um th that's what really i think kind of pissed me off because like uh you know us who are star fox fans really wanted a continuation we wanted just a story to really go further and it's like they kind of shot themselves in the foot with star fox command on ds so that because of all the different endings there wasn't really an ending that they could well, i mean there kind of was oh, but it was God. like because of so many endings they couldn't really continue on after with a coherent narrative so i think i think like i i get why they would reboot the series but at the same time it's just like they really didn't need to you know like people like to argue the whole oh well we're bringing it to the newer generations like it doesn't matter like because now this technically speaking the series has been rebooted twice because the Super Nintendo game was made and then they were going to sequel that and then 64 came out so much faster that they just were like, okay, well, we're just going to make 64 the new headcanon, basically. Um, so that's my number five. Uh, number four, I originally had something else, but we already talked about it, was Golden Axe Beast Rider, so I went ahead and changed it, uh, was something that I actually brought up, uh, Centipede Infestation. Uh the game is not overly bad to play. It's just, I don't understand why they had to take something as classic as Centipede and give it like this edgy, you know, kind of like, oh, we got to change up this classic arcade game and give it story. Like, that's not what the old arcade games are really for. Like, the old arcade games are there because arcade in and of itself is almost like a genre. It's just like a game that you can pop on and play, you know, and get a high score. You know, you're not playing the game looking for a story. Like, you were a shoop that you were a ship that shot things. I almost said you were a shoop, <laughs> a shoop that shot things. Uh, but you were a ship that shot things. Like that's all that matters. But they change it to where it's like you're this kid with a gun who oh like has to help this this girl with her garden. You have to defend it. You have to protect it from these giant centipedes that just come out of the ground. It's like they almost like took hints from like Earth Defense Force or something with that. But yeah, just overall like really bad. You know, like gameplay wise, not so much, but you know, it, it can get really monotonous and repetitive because it's like you're doing the same thing over and over with just just cheese tacked on 
campy ass story you know which it didn't need it could have just been you know a badass 3d hd centipede and i think everybody would have been happy uh the third reboot i've got now a lot of people don't know that this is probably a reboot to an already existing game is a game called blades of time uh this was actually considered a reboot to the game x blades um x blades is not good to a lot of people um i i'm kind of like in the middle there's things that i like about the x blades like the environments it just feels like there's a lot if they could have done so much more with it it felt like there could have been a lot more to explore it could have been almost like a tomb raider-esque sort of game if you will uh blades of time rebooted it but completely altered things and just it was awful like instead of now having swords that were in combination guns it's like oh we're gonna have hack and slash melee combat and throw in some over-the-shoulder shooting segments like that was completely unneeded they changed the story to where now instead of just being a normal treasure hunter looking for treasure kind of like in the laura croft s sort of realm now she's like part of this organization thing she's got this dude that hangs around with her it was just it was a really it left a really bad taste in my mouth. Like when I found out it was like a like a spiritual successor slash reboot to X Blades, I got kind of hyped because a part of me does sort of like X Blades, and I know one of our previous guests does not like that game. <laughs> he freaking bought it and doesn't like it, but uh, you know, uh, I I just yeah, it just left an overall bad taste in my mouth. Something that I just Can I interject oh yeah, go 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 for it. Uh, the sad part is though, I actually enjoy Blades of Time more than X Blades. I, I just couldn't get the um, good feel over exploits. So well, in and, some aspects, I can see why you like it though. But at the same time, I I can't you know. Well, and and, and again, I understand that. It. Like uh, I I have an awful taste for fucking just awful games. There's a lot of games that I like a lot that are just fucking negative reviews, like holding thirty and twenties on fucking Metacritic and shit. So t- totally understandable. Like X Blades, by no means. I'm not sitting here defending it, saying that oh my god, it's a fucking perfect game or whatever. It's fucking not. It's it's. There's a lot of fucking problems with it, but there's aspects about that game that I really do like. Like just some of the environments and just it felt like there could have been so much more there. Like I, I think in, in my mind it's like I saw potential, and that's kind of the problem. Is like seeing the potential is one thing, but actually capitalizing on it is another. So, but yeah, just blades of time. That just I I couldn't fucking no, couldn't do it. Didn't like it. And and for whatever reason, they changed a girl who was normal. Uh, uh, the the main character in X Blades was like a valley girl, and then they like gave her an Australian accent in Blades of Time, and that just completely threw me off. But she still had that valley girl like vibe to her, and it just didn't work. Like it just I just was like that doesn't mesh well because like when you think valley girl, you think like western you know like american girls you know like hey y'all you don't think like freaking aussies like i don't know like but yeah that just kind of just was weird for me but uh so <laughs> before i go on you know for freaking keep going uh number two for me was uh lords of shadow the series uh castlevania lords of shadow and i know we already talked about this but i'm just gonna go ahead and throw my pieces out there i would have been fine with the gameplay i really would have like I just absolutely hate what they did to the lore because we already had this really long established lore. It, it was it, because like the thing about what's really cool about the Castlevania series as a whole, aside from three of the games being retconned from the actual timeline, you could do pretty much whatever you want, like as in-betweens. 
and it work and you have these cool you know dark fantasy style games like it it didn't matter if it was a you know metroidvania as people like to call it or it went back to the traditional side scrolling style you there was a lot there that could have been worked on there could there was stuff a lot of questions kind of like in the same vein of like the Mega Man series there was a lot of questions left unanswered and so like they could have gone back and revisited some of those in between those gaps in the timeline and talked about what took place during those portions in the timeline uh but they didn't do that they completely reworked the story uh you know and for (laughs) the worst aspect of it and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's interested but look into that shit because it just it like i looked into it before i even gave freaking the uh side scrolling lords of shadow game a fucking shot and i couldn't even stomach more than like an hour of that like i tried to give that one the benefit of the doubt because oh it's side scrolling it's got kind of this weird sort of like beat em up style system where it's like you could do combos on enemies and stuff so that's kind of neat but just what they did to the character of simon belmont like i granted in the games that Simon's in, like he doesn't really have an established character, so I get it. But still, at the same time, I was just like, God, this, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't, I just, I can't stomach it. And uh, Chaos can disagree with me. That's fine. Uh, I know that one of our one of our other members, Brian, we had this discussion. He likes those games, and that's fine. Like I, and I already freaking made a whole video talking about this shit. So that's completely fine. I'm totally cool with people who like it. It's just I can't as a as a as a Castlevania fan. It, to me, it was a slap in the face. It was disrespectful to me as a fan because they just completely shit all over the lore. And that's probably the biggest pinnacle that I have as a problem with it. Like, gameplay-wise, I could probably tolerate the first one. Like, God of War, it makes sense. Like, the idea of just, you know, freaking being able to mow down everything with your whip, yeah, that kind of sounds pretty cool. You know, like a Dynasty warriors as sort of combat system. It makes sense to, like, kind of jump on that because that was what was popular. But it just, like... Other than that, I was just like, the story just really was what did it in for me. But uh, my number one worst reboot, and then I'll let somebody else take the floor before I talk about my uh, best reboots. My number one worst reboot is Silent Hill Shattered Memories. This game, this fucking game. (laughs) I don't know who in Konami decided it was a good idea to take a fucking cult classic like the first Silent Hill, completely rework it. Hey! Let's make it to where you can't fight the enemies. Let's make it to where it's like Outlast, but over the shoulder. Let's make it to where you can't see five feet in front of you 90% of the fucking game. And then instead of Hell taking over, uh, Winter Wonderland takes over and everything just turns (laughs) to fucking ice. Oh, we're going to add in this mechanic where you have a cell phone. You have to take pictures and you have to investigate. And like they it's almost like they took Condemned and shoved it into a blender with like little bits and pieces of the original Silent Hill and Outlast. And it just, it doesn't fucking work. They just completely wipe what was established with the story. It changes, again, another thing where they just completely shit all over the original story. And I just, I don't like it. Like, Silent Hill to me, especially the first four games, uh, before they started doing, like, all the spinoff, you know, the core four games. So it's like one, two, three, and The Room. I do include The Room because there's aspects about that game that I actually do like. Um you know, it was just, it It had a simple premise. You had those puzzles, you had the backtracking, but you had the melee combat and everything where you could fight against the enemies. Certain enemies you couldn't, like if it, like in 4 when it came to like the ghosts and things like that. But it was like, uh, that's kind of what made Silent Hill 
Silent Hill. It was like you had this area to explore and you had to, you know, kind of progress through it, you know, by finding keys and solving puzzles and stuff like that. Like whoever decided, oh, we're just going to make it to where you're completely inept against the the enemies that come at you. There's these red demon monsters. They're, they're all they're, and that was the thing I think that was the biggest slap to the face is like Shattered Memories. It's all the same monster. They just call it like I think they call it the nightmare or some bullshit like that. But it's the same monster. It's just this red skin thing that chases you and it's like oh well you got to run away from it because you can't fight it oh but if you have flares they don't like light it's like i i just i really don't know why like it was just like i think the ice concept was kind of cool like in a way like it was kind of like a neat take to like oh instead of like the dark world just like every like somebody turns off the lights and everything just turns to rust like instead everything like freezes over and so it makes kind of like for an interesting like change to the environment but like everything else was just like just absolute garbage and i just i i don't know why that game is so expensive because <laughs> it's one what, of those what did you uh what did you think of them changing all the characters like uh changing the backgrounds and the uh personalities for oh like, uh, the, yeah that too i i absolutely hate what they did to the story because it was like um you already like, like again kind of in the same thing with castlevania oh, you had this, as a fucking you know, fucker and... <laughs> yeah you had this you you changed you changed a cult leader to a hooker like we already had the hooker her name was freaking maria and that was in two so it was yeah. like oh we're gonna take aspects from the other games to kind of try to fit in with people so people might like us you know like i just whoever decided that like i just yeah it's just awful Awful, 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 awful. And that's all I have to say about that. And I'll save my best reboots so somebody else could take the floor. I need to shut up for a bit. <laughs> um, well, I guess that being said, I'm the only one who hasn't gone. So I'll go ahead. I haven't gone yet. All oh, right, shit. Oh, well, I guess I already nominated myself or whatever. I, I'll be. <laughs> um, so I'll start off with the worst reboots as everybody else has. Um most of what is on this list is similar to what is on everybody else's list. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, number, well, the first one is not, I'll, I'll go backwards. Um, this isn't any, in any particular order, but I'll go backwards from five. Uh, number five I have on here is alone in the dark. And that's the reboot of alone in the dark, uh, alone in the dark was that, uh, survival horror game that was before, for Resident Evil that uh, I think most people say is like the original like uh, survival horror game or like what it's uh, has inspired like other survival horror games that have come after it uh, but it has not aged very well at all like uh, if you look back at that game it looks fucking terrible by any standards really uh, there was Alone in the Dark and then there was like some other games I don't really know but uh and then there was like the new nightmare, which came after, I think came after, yeah, yeah, I think it came after Resident Evil because it was like around 2000, uh, new nightmare, and it's more like the Res, uh, Resident Evil games than it is like the original Alone in the Dark. Um, and then we got the reboot Alone in the Dark, which is basically it, it took a, a lot of what was popular at the time. It, it kind of did this episodic format. And there were some other games that were doing that, so it just kind of, I guess, jumped on the bandwagon there. Um, it did have some interesting concepts with, like, uh, in terms of the gameplay. Like, you could look down at your, like, uh, for your inventory. Uh, it, it didn't have, it wasn't just a menu. Apparently, you could, like, look down in your pockets 
or something, you could actually like go into first person and like stare down at the things you have uh, in your jacket. Uh, and that was basically like what was in your inventory. I thought that was interesting, actually. Uh, but there are so many other things about the game that's just so bad that drag it down. Like it being an episodic game, it would it really doesn't need to be uh, because it wasn't like uh, some of these other games like Telltale. Like they're sold, uh, they're sold like in per episode, right? Uh, it was packaged as like a whole game and not just like uh, one episode. You know, download one episode, download the next one, uh, etc. It was just you know one game. And it really did not need to be in an episodic format, but they did that for whatever reason. Um, and the acting in that game is, in my opinion, it is of the so bad it's good variety uh, in terms of the uh, the voice acting in that. And just not so much just the voice acting, but more just the dialogue is some of the most ridiculous shit you will ever hear. Um, <laughs> like... I th th there is um two specific lines that I will continue to like reference as being fucking hilarious. Um, there is one point near the end of the game. I don't really know the context for this because I have not played this game in a long time. But um, the main character says like I I'm the light bringer. I'm the fucking universe or something. <laughs> and even without context, that's just like it's just the way he delivers that line is fucking hilarious. Chaos. I yeah. don't have Iraq, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, um, there's another point in the game where he's confronted by a demon, a woman who's been possessed by a demon, and yeah. she's like trying to get uh, some kind of stone from him. And he's like, I don't have your fucking stone, and fuck you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's just such fucking ridiculous shit like that. And not only that, but just the driving segments in the game I, are, are fucking horrendous. Uh, the cars handle terribly. Um, uh, it's just not like it's just dragged down by so much, so much bad game design, and it's it just did not end up being anything noteworthy. It was just terrible. Uh, it is just one of those reboots that really didn't need to happen. And it, Alone in the Dark, in my opinion, is a series that could, that should have just died. Uh, because there actually has been another Alone in the Dark game that has come out recently, actually, or not too long ago. It was called. Uh, ignition or or something like it was just a multiplayer game, and it was terrible. Like it wasn't any better than than this one was. So, yeah, it's just a series that I think really should have just stayed dead. Um, it did not need a reboot, and if it did get a reboot, it should have been not what this ended up being. So, yeah, uh, completely unnecessary reboot that did not need to happen. Uh, number four, uh, well. I think uh, Daybreaker and James have both listed this one, uh, but they listed Lords of Shadow in general. I want I specifically listed Lords of Shadow Two, Castlevania Lords of Shadow Two, because I did not have much of a problem with the first game. I think it was good for what it was. Like I said, I've previously mentioned I thought Lords of Shadow was fine. Um, I'm not. I mean, it probably helps that I'm not like a huge Castlevania person, and I haven't played too many of the other games, so I wasn't as insulted by like what they did with Lords of Shadow as maybe some other people would be if they'd followed the uh, other, you know, the Castlevania series for years. Um, but for like new people just getting into it, I don't think they find it too bad. Uh, but Lords of Shadow 2, on the other hand, uh, I felt uh, th that game pissed me off because 
like I said, it had so much potential. Um, the beginning, like the very beginning of that game, is is great actually, and it's it pisses me off because it's so misleading and it shows you the potential the game has. Um, and then not too much more into the game, it just kind of falls off. Uh, basically. Uh, I will have to spoil one or two things from the end of Castlevania or Lords of Shadow 1 just to kind of go over why I don't like this. Uh, the concept for Lords of Shadow 2 was basically that you are uh, Dracula in the modern era. And I know that's been done before, but it hasn't really been done in the Castlevania series. So when they kind of showed that that was what was going on, it was kind of like a surprise when you saw it at the end of the first game because all of a sudden, you know, you think you're still in, like, the medieval fantasy land, but then, like, uh, uh, Gabriel goes out into the real world and you find out you're actually in, like, uh, you know, like, mod the modern day. So I was like, oh, so I guess they're, if they have a sequel, they're going to make it about, you know, you being uh, in the modern day. And that, you know, that's what they did with Lord of Shadow too. So I was actually kind of excited for it. I was like, well, they can do a lot of cool new things with uh, Lords of Shadow 2, like, uh, that they haven't done before in the Castlevania series, right? Um, no. The modern day segments in Castlevania 2 are incredibly boring because most of what you, from what I remember, most of what you do in the modern day segments is you kind of, the city is just generally just a very boring place. There's not a lot to it. Um, <laughs> there's just not a lot to it it's just there it's very very dead there's not really much to explore uh i will say one good the, the one good thing about the game is dracula's castle uh when you go back in time and explore dracula's castle because there is a lot of interesting things in dracula's castle that you can you know like ex, you know look at uh, and there's actually some interesting pretty interesting boss fights in dracula's castle but when you go back into the modern day it's just the story is just terrible. Like the, the modern day environment is just bland. They didn't really put a lot of thought into it. And it's, it's just boring. Like it's just, you kind of want it to be over almost. Uh, the story is dumb. I don't remember much about it, but I remember Satan comes back and you fought Satan in the first game and you beat him, but they brought him back again for no apparent reason. Uh, the end of the game, I, I will just spoil it so nobody else has to fucking play it. Uh, the end of the game is bullshit because you beat Satan and just the end is literally just Dracula or Gabriel going back into his fucking castle saying like, all, just pretty much saying, oh, well, we're done. And he just leaves. And that's it. The game. Yeah. The game ends the ending abrupt. is stupid. It's, it's abrupt so abrupt and it's Nothing so happens. like anticlimactic that it, it took me cool. by surprise. I was like, really? That I just go through this entire fucking bullshit game just for that. And it, it sucks. It sucks because like uh patrick stewart was in that game yeah. and like it's like how could you waste your talents on this like he was good in that game too like i felt like he you know he played he was good in that and it's like his talents are just wasted on this like it's a shame um he was in the first game too he was good in that but like yeah it's like god uh, that, that sucks for him because this game was just ended up being terrible the oh i remember while some other things i didn't like about this game are uh, there's four stealth sections that you really like I don't know why they did Fucking this. There's four stealth sections where you have to go stealth and stealth by these like space marine looking dudes. And it doesn't make any sense to me because you're supposed to be like Dracula, right? Like why does Dracula have to sneak by people? Like why can't he just, isn't he supposed to be OP? Like why, why does he have to do this? It's never really explained why you have to do this. And it's very annoying and it doesn't need to be there. Um, 
They also bring back some characters from the first game, which I really don't get. They brought back one of the villains from the first game that should have been dead. Uh, I believe it was this, like, vampire chick. I forgot what her name was. Uh, but they brought her back, and I don't know why. Like, and for some reason, there's some kind of relationship between her and fucking Gabriel, which was never even applied in the first game. And basically, the second game, in, in a nutshell, like, essentially, the second game just takes everything that the first game did. Uh, because I remember Dave Ricker was talking about, like, how it's uh, kind of fucked with the lore of Castlevania. Um, well, think of that and think of two fucking with the lore that the reboot, uh, you know, the first game established and just taking that and fucking with it. Like, that's kind of what that's what that did. Yeah, Carmilla. Carmilla, that's who it was. Uh, but yeah, basically, uh, it takes that and just fucks with the, the lore that the first Lord of Shadow established and fucks with that. So, yeah, that makes no sense and it's dumb and I don't know why they decided to do that. But yeah, it was uh, it was terrible. I hated that game uh anyways uh moving on from that um number three i have thief and we've kind of already gone over thief um i like i said i'm not really much of a fan of the original thief games uh but the thief reboots it, it plays a lot like dishonored it's very modernized it has a lot of modern conveniences with it there's a lot of like just general hand-holding uh, in the game, and what I mean by that is that there's a lot of very obvious like hints and just uh, places for you to go where you can easily hide from enemies. You don't really have to do a lot of actual sneaking. Uh, it's just very easy, and it does not feel at all like a thief game, except maybe for the atmosphere. Uh, the atmosphere does a little bit feel like thief, but that's like I said before, not saying too much because. You know, it's pretty easy to create, like, a dark, uh, dark gothic uh, environment, like, like in the Thief games. Uh, but, yeah, the, the game does not feel like Thief. And I hated the characters. I specifically hated the woman that, you, that dies in the beginning. They, uh, for whatever reason, haunts Garrett for the entirety of the game. And the entirety of the game is just, uh, you should feel bad that she died because... It's not her fault that she was incompetent and got herself killed. It's apparently Garrett's fault because he let her die or something. That's essentially what the game is, like, the whole theme of the game, it, it felt like. And I don't know why they went that that direction with the story. It made absolutely no fucking sense. Um, but, yeah, it's basically, like, Garrett should feel guilty about that. And that's, like, the whole, the whole uh, point of the game. And by telling you guys that, I should have hopefully saved you from playing this god-awful piece of shit so you don't have to experience, just experience that because the, that was essentially the, the entirety of the game, or, or at least the story, and it's fucking terrible. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess we should get move on from that. Um, number two, obviously, we've already gone over this like a thousand times, DMC, DMC, Double May Cry. Um, I, will, I will play like the... Uh, I, I will sort of diverge a little bit here and say that the gameplay isn't it's it's okay like it's serviceable I suppose and even saying that I'm going to be crucified but I will say it's serviceable like it, it it's definitely playable um, but that it's still definitely just mediocre uh, it's like people have said it's not challenging uh, you don't really need any skill to play it like uh, the other DMC games you actually need to pull off combos and 
uh, figure out how certain combos work, how to pull them off, what to, you know, where to use them, how to use them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in DMC, DMC, it's just like, yeah, just button mash and you pretty much have like an S rank. Um, that's pretty much how the combos work in DMC, DMC. And the story in Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry, which is pretty much how the game, <laughs> what, what the title of the game is, um, is f- just, I, I do like that they went in a new direction. I will say that that's, I will say that, that I do like they went into a different direction. Um, but it's one that really doesn't, um, doesn't really need to have been in a Devil May Cry game, I guess. Um, they went with this whole kind of they live plot where it's like the media is controlling everything and uh, you can't see the demons, but they're everywhere. Uh, it didn't really work for Devil May Cry and it just should have been left alone, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really think they should have, in general, just made the game at all, but yeah, there you go. Um, uh, and actually, my number one is something nobody else has mentioned. Uh, Medal of Honor, the Medal of Honor reboot. I hated that game. Um, I hated that game because I grew up with the Medal of Honor games as a kid, and I felt personally insulted by that game. <laughs> um, that game is basically like a COD-esque military shooter it's pretty much like every other modern military shooter you've ever played there's nothing special or unique about it or anything like that um medal of honor has always kind of been like about uh world war ii just world war ii games and medal of honor i think it was 2013 i believe um was basically it was set in afghanistan and it was like a modern military shooter and yeah, it's it's pretty much everything you'd come to expect from modern military shooter. There is nothing at, at all about the game that would remind you of like a Medal of Honor game. Uh, it pretty much just tried to jump on the bandwagon, and that's why it was kind of just nobody cared about it. Um, I have not played Warfighter, and I don't want to play Warfighter because having played the first Medal of Honor reboot game, I just really have no desire to play any. Uh, of the other ones after it, I don't even know how that got a, um, you know, the Medal of Honor reboot even got a sequel, but somehow it did. Um, the only reason I think you should buy the Medal of Honor uh, reboot is to just get Medal of Honor Frontline, like the HD edition of it, um, because when I got it, Medal of Honor the reboot on PS3, I got an HD version of Medal of Honor Frontline. I don't know if that happens with any of the other editions of the game, but that's what I got. And that's the only reason I'd, I'd tell people to buy it, just to get the HD version of Frontline. Because Frontline is, like, one of my favorite uh, video games in general. Uh, Medal of Honor Frontline is a great game. Play that instead. Play the older Medal of Honor games instead. Do not play the reboot, because the reboot is just another by-the-numbers uh, military shooter. Another one of the military shooters that have been saturating the market for years. Uh, I would avoid it like the plague. So... Just yeah, to chime in on that, uh, the reboot of Medal of Honor was done in 2010. Warfighter was done. Yeah, in, uh, okay. uh, Warfighter was done in 2012. But uh, yeah, I definitely agree with Frontline. Frontline's a great game. My favorite Medal of Honor was Medal of Honor Vanguard on PS2. Uh, that one's really good too. So yeah, yeah definitely. I also definitely really like Rising to, Sun. Rising def- Sun's fucking great. Yeah, definitely stick to the older Medal of Honors if you're gonna play Medal of Honor. There's a reason the series has been dead in the water for five years. <laughs> uh, uh i think brandon wanted to go next uh unless you guys want me to go over the best games real quick i can 
We could do that. Sure, you can. Okay. Ren, what the fuck? Why did you put that get back answer in the chat? Well, you said, you know, there's <laughs> been a surge of generic shooters, so I could only think of Rogue Warrior, the greatest uh, game. Bring the noise, That game bitch. is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the swearing is just so fucking stupid. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Jesus. Um, but go um, ahead to your best list, Chaos. All right. Um, so best reboots. Uh, this one will probably be a lot quicker than the worst ones because I probably don't have quite as much to say about these. Um, number five, uh, I would go with Tomb Raider. Like some Tomb Raider is a mixed bag for some people. Some people don't really like the Tomb Raider reboot. I have not played Rise of the Tomb Raider yet, but um, the the Tomb Raider reboot I thought was actually good. Like I I liked quite a bit of it. I I didn't like I I liked and I didn't like what they did with Laura's character. I feel like they could have made her a little bit less. <laughs> I feel like they could have made her a little bit less whiny. I understand why she was, but at the same time, it did kind of annoy me at times. Um, I I liked that it was more a little bit like more gritty. Um, they tried to sort of go with a more mature um, feel to it, like a more graphic, gritty feel to Tomb Raider. Uh, for a lot of games, they try to do that, and it, it feels like really unnecessary at times. But I guess you know, for Tomb Raider, it kind of it kind of worked out. Um, I I will say I will say that you know people people's main complaint with it is that it feels a lot like Uncharted, and I do acknowledge that. But um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It didn't feel too much like Uncharted. That it felt like just a ripoff or anything like that. I felt like there was enough differences for it to just feel like its own thing. Um, but yeah, I, I did actually really enjoy uh, the reboots. I hear that Rise is, some people say Rise is better, and some say it's not, so I'm not sure. I still haven't played it, but yeah, the uh, the reboot for Tomb Raider wasn't too bad. I actually, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but you know, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. I, I feel like the main thing they really need to address, and I'm not sure if they do in Rise, I'm pretty sure they don't, is to make the tombs bigger, like, because the main complaint I had with the original or the reboot i mean is that the tombs are too small and they're just these little things and you kind of explore them and you're pretty much done they're not like big tombs or anything like that um most of the time you'll find yourself kind of exploring the mountain or anywhere besides the tombs which was kind of weird because it's called tomb raider and you're really not exploring tombs too much so uh yeah i can see that kind of being like a lot of people's gripe but yeah, it's uh, they they really need to address that in any of the if they're going to do any more installments of that. Um, uh, next on the list, uh, Ren has already gone over these uh, Ninja Gaiden, the 3D Ninja Gaiden games. I think are fucking great. Um, I you know like I don't really have too much to say about them. I have only really played two. Uh, have not beaten two yet. I have the original game. I have Black. Um, I have Razor's Edge, I have three, but I, I have only really played two. Uh, but I did like two, I really enjoyed two. So I would have to say just by that, just by going by that, then, you know, they're probably pretty decent. Well, no, I have played also played Sigma. Played Sigma on the PS3, I really like Sigma. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have too much else to say about Ninja Gaiden. Uh, number three would be Doom, Doom 2016. Uh, it is a blend of the original, uh, old school first person shooters and like, you know, kind of the modern first person shooter games or pretty much just the old school mechanics with like a new coat of paint. Like that's pretty much what Doom was. 
and I really enjoyed it. I really like games that are, they have like the old school feel of like, you know, you have health packs and you have, you know, you don't have restrictions on how many weapons you can carry. You've got like a ton of weapons and you can pretty much just go all out against enemies, just like shoot up a bunch of enemies. Like I, I love that kind of gameplay style. So I, I like when games like, you know, like especially like games just, you know, have uh, that retro feel to it. So that that that's how Doom felt. I mean, it did have obviously modern modernized mechanics, uh, but they weren't like annoying or intrusive or anything like that. It basically it wasn't like Doom Three where it tried to be something entirely different. Uh, it Doom twenty sixteen basically went back to what Doom was supposed to be, and I really liked that. So uh, next on the list is. Um, the Resident Evil remake, Ren's already talked about this one. Um, Resident Evil remake basically completely redid, um, the original Resident Evil, um, with, you know, in a new engine. It looked fucking great. Uh, it gave us some new things, um, basically, like, presented us with some new concepts, like the Crimson Heads and, um, some, you know, basically some new things. Uh, basically, it gave, gave us some... Old, a lot of old with some new and i think that's the perfect like blend for like a remake and that's basically what the resident evil remake did and it all it also kind of made the mansion seem you know pretty unsettling and pretty scary i i know the original game you know a lot of people when they first played it were scared of it but uh when you go back and play that now especially with the cheesy ass voice acting and dialogue it really uh kind of loses that whole like uh scare factor it may have had when you played it when you were a, uh, a kid maybe when the first time you played it um i think remake uh fixes a lot of that you know like you can go into remake and it's definitely because of you know the modernized you know the, the modernized graphics and just the um atmosphere and everything it definitely uh is a lot scarier than the original because of like you know all the the modernized graphics and just um not having that fucking cheesy ass dialogue and the bad voice acting uh i think that that definitely helps with making it feel a lot scarier and just generally more tense than the original uh did on the ps1 uh and i okay so moving on to number one i originally did have prince of persia's sands of time on here but since Ren's already talked about that, and I didn't really have too much to say in regards to Sands of Time, I actually changed it to, because uh, I was also keeping uh, thinking about Doom 2016 when I came up with this option, uh, but I came up with Wolfenstein The New Order. Uh, I really feel like I, I love this game, and this is kind of what I was talking about before, with where the game kind of gave us sort of the retro FPS um uh kind of first person shooter with uh modern coat of paint uh wolfenstein and the new order kind of did that and it, it gave us uh a new story and everything like i kind of like the direction they took with the story it was also a little bit different because they went a different direction with the story but it wasn't bad like it it was it was it was cheesy but it did kind of take itself seriously at times um, wolfenstein was always kind of a cheesy game i will say the only thing serious that new order kind of change was it did kind of take itself a little bit too too seriously but it never really felt like it was bad in in doing that like it, it felt like you know it, it was still pretty self-aware of what it really was and you know it, it didn't feel like it was too 
it, it didn't really feel like it went too far with it, I guess. Um, but I feel like it, Wolfenstein The New Order just really, in my opinion, does not get the same amount of love that it, it deserves. I, I feel like people look at Doom 2016 and they're like, oh, that was so amazing. It was such a, it did such a great job at, you know, uh, giving us what Doom was all, you know, always about in like basically just with a new coat of paint. But they kind of ignore that Wolfenstein The New Order did exactly the same thing. And I just feel like it gets overshadowed by Doom far too often. And I feel like New Order was fucking uh, just the the first thing that really did that. I think it was a great example of that. And I would highly recommend people play that game if they enjoyed like the old Wolfenstein games. It's definitely what you've come to expect from Wolfenstein, just basically with uh, some modern mechanics um, and set in uh, sort of like an alternate alternate future. Um, but you know, it's it's definitely feels like a Wolfenstein game. So I think that was a a great reboot, in my opinion. And that's pretty much all I have. It's still one I haven't gotten around to playing. I had it for a bit, but then I sold it because I think I was a little strapped for cash at the time. Yeah. Uh, but I really wanted to go back and play Wolfenstein The New Order. I, I, everybody who I know that has played it has always told me that it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's a great game. Yeah. All right, it's my turn now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start with the worst, honestly. Number five is Mirage's Catalyst. This is one, a necessary reboot, and two, it's more or less a rehash of the first game. It's basically um the Star Fox Zero of Mirror's Edge. It's a rehash of a previous game that is not necessary. Overall, it's not a bad or unplayable game, but um yeah, no. I thought that was a sequel. Like I, I know people were saying it was a reboot too, but I actually, when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh, it's a sequel." It's like, no. I think it was oh, originally it supposed it was, to be. It was originally a sequel, but he turned around and made it a um reboot. So stars yeah. making it a sequel wouldn't work because it's in the future. Mirror's Edge is in, is in modern day setting, not the future. So a sequel wouldn't work at all. So they had to reboot it because the setting is different. Didn't they ruin Faith's character in that game? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was trying to avoid that topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, the original Mirror's Edge is actually good. I would I would recommend people check that one out. Um, I beat the original Mirror's Edge. It wasn't a bad game. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so to hear the catalyst is such a just disappointment. Just kind of, it's a shame I because uh, Mirror's Edge was a good game. Once and drop it like I did. <laughs> Because there's no need yeah. to continue afterwards, so unless you really want to, like, want to sit the game or you enjoy the game a lot. Yeah, so. people say the story is crap, and it also has a lot of technical issues. Apparently, I don't know yeah. if they fixed that, but... Beta had a shitload of frame rate issues. They did fix the issues from the beta. I can confirm that, at least. But the thing is, though, for a story, they tried to make it more serious, and it failed. Mirror's Age 1 didn't have a serious story. It was more straightforward and simple. No harm, no done, you know? So, um, when they tried to give more depth into the character, say it's an origin story of Faith, I heard that before. But I'll get to that later. Um, it wasn't an origin story, it was just a rehash and nothing happened. Basically, they did the Amazing Spider-Man 2 um, for this game. The trailers, the scenes you see in the trailer, happen at the end of the game. I am not kidding. But uh, that being said, um, next on my list is, well, Medal of Honor. I, I, 
actually put the sequel on here because I find that kind of worse than the um, first game that came out prior to the Rebo series. Yeah, oh, so Warfighter. <laughs> yeah. Next on my list is Golden X Beast Rider. That, that game is an abomination. Is I would consider that equal to Sonic 06 because they they completely deviated from what would make Golden Axe Golden Axe. Not the gameplay, but what characters they had and how it was established, sort of, you know? Yeah, it was a um, co-op type game. Now it went to, it's kind of like a predated Horizon in a way with all these dinosaurs and whatnot, but it was horrible. Uh, next is full Final Fight Street Rise. The game could have worked if it wasn't Final Fight. No, I, I didn't have a problem with the setting, though, but it was executed so poorly. Plus, if the gameplay acted more like, say, God Hand, then, yeah, it might have worked out better. But, obviously, it didn't. Now, for my number one pick, which is the most obvious, is DMC Devil May Cry. Now, my main reasons why I hate this game is what they did to the established characters, particularly Dante, Virgil, and Sparta. For starters, for Sparta, he's a cuck in the game. He went from having to defeat the entire demon realm, having a um, cult worship his name <laughs> like a god, to this um, gift granddaddy of a um, of a um, cis male. I don't know. He's a middle-aged loser. <laughs> That's weird. what they turn him into. Wait, what are we talking about? Are, are we talking about the devil? Not the devil McCry, but uh, Dead Rising? We're, we're reboot. talking about the DMC reboot. Uh, oh. Sparta is basically a gimp. He's a gimp pimp motherfucker, and uh, he's wearing leather No, he's not a pimp, man. Well, well, he's not even a pimp. He's just a gimp. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it's terrible. Continue, Brandon. But Virgil was probably the worst because he went from being a kind of an honorable fighter to shooting um there you go abortions visual aid and then here we have Dante no I, I, the game itself explains why the, um, the character sucks but let's move on to on my um I guess best list unless somebody else want to go on the best list uh, <laughs> it's up to you you can go if you want. Okay, well, I'll go then. At number five, I'd pick um, Metroid Prime, if that counts as a reboot. I'm not totally sure, I but so. that's what got me into mm, the Metroid series. Uh, how much did, was there a lot of... Uh, if there was a lot of time between that and the last game before it, um, I would say so, but technically speaking, it is canical. It's, it's canon to the timeline. It takes place, I think it's in between Super and fusion if i recall correctly i think some people put it after the first one before the second one but it's it's kind of somewhere in there but it is canon to the to the storyline okay so i i, I didn't remember but yeah it's all good. i'm going to the next one. Oh, what was it okay well um tomb raider is number four is in some aspects kind of underrated because people give a lot of fight for being too much like Uncharted, which is true. But in, um, to his defense, though, at least the gameplay, the gunplay specifically is better than what Uncharted has. Uncharted is more, um, I guess you could say, linear, where Rise of Tomb Raider specifically has more customizations for your weapons, so you can do more, you have more options available to you. Now, um, to also to deviate a little bit to answer somebody's question, 
to Daybreak, I believe. Um, there are actually three timelines of Tomb Raiders. You could argue one and two could be one, though, but it's technically three. There's the core um, designs, Lara Croft, which is um, one, two, three, Last Revelations, and um, Chronicles. That's their Lara. Then you have Anniversary and Underworld and the top um, top down shooter um, games. That's Timeline 2 Lara. And Timeline 3 Lara is the reboot we got right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because technically in Last Revelation, didn't Laura die? Uh, no, um, she didn't die. She was originally supposed to die, I believe, but she's not dead. Um, she survived, but barely. Somebody rescued her, and then was leading to um, Angel of Darkness. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you know the story, you'll get um, the idea why she's depressing on um, that game, but uh, that's a different story altogether, but um all right i guess i'm moving number three number three of best reboots is doom or dom uh that game like i said before is a perfect blend between modern and um fast pace and it does everything right or number two is mortal kombat 9. although i'm not the biggest fan of how they start up the story on Shao Kahn winning, although he wasn't present at the temple after a certain point. But there was a story. Yeah, didn't they take but Shao Kahn away in Armageddon? Uh, that um, took him and flew him off to the, the distant mountains. Yeah, that makes no sense. He he somehow got back to the temple. Holy shit. Yep. But, um... It makes sense how, how they did it, though, to at least start off the reboot and redo the structure and whatnot. But at the same time, it was breaked down. But what can you do? It's the Ninja Gaiden. The modern ones. I freaking love these games, especially 2. 2 is my jam. And um, it's a great way to um, transition a game from old to new. Like, completely modernize it and you do it right. Hey, man. And that's all I got to say. All right, so I think it's time we could do uh, outros since everyone already went. So we're going to start off with Mr. Chaos. Uh, where can we find you, good sir? Uh, you can find me on YouTube and Twitter at Captain Chaos. Um, you like Let's Plays, reviews, unboxings, etc. All that kind of stuff. You should enjoy what I do. Um, yes, yeah, about it. Hades? Oh, wait, if you haven't done your best yet, then uh, yeah, now's I don't the time think he did his it. best yet. I haven't done my best yet either. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you all stole GG on unorganized fucking... I, I think we could do them on outros, so it's no problem, really. So, Hades, do your best uh, picks and then do your outro. Hello? Oh, I think he's dead. I cannot hear him. I saw his mic showing up there for a minute. Yeah, I can't. We Uh-oh. can't hear you. Discord. Uh, try well, try get... uh, leaving and coming back. Yeah, try leaving and coming back. Can you hear us now? Or if that doesn't work, I good now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, Jesus, I have this problem with Discord all the fucking time. It's really annoying. <laughs> but, yeah, I know, um, man. Uh, uh, number five for me is Ninja Gaiden. I like the weapon variety. I like how good it looked and how fun it was at the time.
Is that it for your buffs? I think his mic cut oh. out again. Yeah. Discord, goddamn. Technician, technical. No, he said hold on a sec. Yeah, sorry. Uh, there's oh, like a okay. fight going on outside. I had to fucking shut my window. I don't know what the hell's going on out there. Uh oh, Jesus. World star. Number four would be uh, the Killer Instinct that came out on um, Xbox One. I loved it. I love how well, how good it looks. I love all the new characters and all that shit. And I thought it was a really good um, reboot for that series, basically. Uh, number three is definitely XCOM Enemy Unknown. I've been playing that like nonstop recently. I forgot how like fun it was, how tense it was, how like frustrating it is when your rookies miss every shot that matters. It's just it's a ridiculous amount of fun. I love it. Uh, number two is a uh, Shadow Warrior. Uh, Shadow Warrior, I think, was like originally like a Doom clone way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they brought it back on like PC as like a 3D game, and it's really fun. Uh, Lo Wang is a great protagonist. Uh, using the sword in first person isn't that bad, shockingly. Usually, like, first person melees kind of suck, but in that game, it's actually pretty good. And my number one is um, Mortal Kombat, the 2009 reboot. Was it right? Oh, okay. So, MK9. Yeah, yeah I, MK9, I, basically. Hold on. I think it was 2009, 2010. Somewhere around there. Somewhere. 2011. Oh, 2011. Yeah, 2011. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, those are my top five best. The outro now, right? Or no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, outro, uh, because that's next. All right. Um, I'm Hades Manticore. I'm on Twitter, Hades underscore Manticore. I'm on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash video games ho. I do Let's Plays and various other kinds of videos. Guys, I actually lied to you. My uh, my my favorite uh, reboot currently is, uh, is Prey. <laughs> is that actually a reboot of that game or no? Uh, it, it is a reboot, I would say. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah I it, put that on my worst list. God damn. I think it's I, well. I think it's. I, I would say the game itself isn't bad. I think what happened for the game to have happened in general is is bad. Like what happened. What happened behind the scenes basically is is bullshit because. Uh, you know, we get, we would have gotten Prey too, but uh, Bethesda said it's not up to quality standards, so uh, they they canceled that and gave it. Uh, I guess gave the rights to Prey to Arcane, and Arcane basically made a uh, system shock essentially and called it Prey. <laughs> well, what people are saying is the demo's bad, but the game has some merits, so I don't know what's going I've, on with I've that. Played, okay, so I'm like two or three hours into it. It's actually not bad. Like it's it's all right like it's it's good it's not terrible but uh it's not amazing no i i, I think i would have definitely preferred uh prey 2 from what i've seen of it uh because like i said prey the reboot feels just more like bioshock or system shock uh than it does like um because prey was originally just a first person shooter um and this game has like you know basically if you played system shock this is essentially oh, very similar because it has rpg elements and um if you play the game on hard like i've been playing it on hard and i i i don't like how how this how the game kind of approaches combat um i will say that because there are literally only like from what i have there's only two options in terms of like combat you can either use like these uh, fucking grenades or like occasionally like distraction grenades you have uh or a shotgun or a pistol and they literally give you like a fucking bolt, um, uh, crossbow that sure shoots nerf bolts. 
I shit you not, it shoots, it, it shoots ner nerf bolts, and it doesn't do shit to the enemies. Like, maybe it does eventually, but right now it does nothing. And I don't know why they gave it to you, because it's also, fucking useless. isn't uh, Arcane the developers behind Dishonored? Dishonored. So it seems like they just don't prey on these guys, like, real yeah. quick. Uh, yeah, it, the enemies are very basic. Like, I'll say that they're just shadow things, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you also have that, you have the glue gun. And the glue gun is basically just something that can cover enemies in this fucking substance. And it'll, like, inhibit them somewhat. And you can, uh, you can use that and then go over to them and hit them with a wrench. And it doesn't do much to them sometimes. So it's like... Uh, they'll continue to shoot you, so it's kind of fucking bullshit how that works. Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly, like I said, if I would have given given the option, I would have just had rather them have done Prey Two and whatever, whatever this is. It's not terrible, but it's not like amazing. So, yeah. Okay, that was a great <laughs> diverge though, because uh, yeah, I, I not... felt like you know we should definitely at least talk about that, considering the the, the topic, you know, of this being like a reboot. Yeah, because thing. not. Not many people um, I know personally has uh, play prey, so I, I think that's great to get those impressions out there. It's it's definitely kind of a mixed bag so far, I'll say at least. Uh, IGN gave it a four, and I think that's horseshit. Like it's not a four. I don't know who the fuck. Like apparently he gave it a four because there's he ran into a bug, and because he ran into a bug, he gave the entire game a four. <laughs> so yeah well it's ign um, you can't spell four, ignorant without ign it's a fucking nine so, you, know. <laughs> you can't spell ignorant without ign come on yeah. <laughs> all right so uh daybreaker do your best and your outro all righty uh, i'll do these i'll get these rundowns pretty quick uh so number five for me uh for best reboots was uh Star Fox 64 uh that game has a special place in my heart it always will um big Star Fox fan so that was uh right up my alley when that game came out uh, and I think that's probably one of the definitive N64 titles if anything it's a game I always find myself going back to if I'm ever bored because uh, it's really it's something that you could beat really quick so it's just like one of those like one two hour things and it's just it's always fun it's always fun to me uh so number four would be the shinobi reboot on ps2 uh albeit it is a difficult as fuck game it is freaking hard but I love the crap out of it um, and I've always uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I've never beaten it fully because I always get stuck somewhere in the later levels because uh, it takes a lot of memorization uh, to really remember like enemy layouts and stuff like that to get through the levels. But um, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, way better than the reboot that they tried to do on 3DS. I didn't really care for the 3DS reboot too much. Uh, but yeah, definitely check that one out. And it's sequel. It sequels uh, pretty good. Uh, Nightshade here in the U.S., uh, Kenochi in the uh, uh, other parts of the world. Uh, number three for me, um, I know that this doesn't technically count as a reboot, as more of a return to the franchise, but it was uh, dead in the water for about 11 years before they finally made it. So number three for me is Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Wii. Um, I think that game, it really took everything that made the Donkey Kong Country games on Super Nintendo as great as they are and as memorable as they are and just revamped it and, and just made it. It's just pure bliss because it, took, it just goes back to the roots of the series um the n64 game diverged so far from it and was so much like banjo kazooie it tried so much to be like banjo um that i'm glad that uh when the reins were handed over to the company that made the the donkey Kong country returns that they went back to the original format and it works really well and then tropical freeze which is a sequel is freaking phenomenal great uh great wii u title uh so definitely recommend those uh number two for me is blood rain betrayal 
Um, the Blood Rain series was kind of dead in the water too, and then this came around. It's a side scroller hack and slash. It's really fun. I like the art style. Um, I just I'm, I'm always a big fan of the hack and slash genre, you know, and just the side scroller beat 'em up genre as a whole. So I, I really enjoyed that game a lot. Uh, really captures uh, uh, how Rain is, and it's just a really neat entry into the franchise um, a lot better than the movies <laughs> i actually heard that game got a lot of bad reception surprisingly Wait, uh, i was is, actually going to uh, check that one out too but which is weird i would definitely say if you could pick it up cheap because i know it's on steam uh if you could get it like in a bundle or on sale i would definitely it say like three dollars is i don't last time i saw it was pretty pretty cheap yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, th- definitely, I would say I, I'm optimistic enough to say that I enjoyed it. Um, if it didn't hold over well with people, maybe they wanted to, you know, return to the actual 3D Blood Rain games. I don't know, per se, but I enjoy it. Um, so number one for me, Hades already talked about it. I, I was surprised somebody mentioned it, but uh, Shadow Warrior 2013. I absolutely fell in love with that game. I uh, It was one of the launch titles, I think, on PS4 and Xbox One. And it always captivated me. Like, I, I would uh, read the back of the case and be like, man, this, this looks like something I'd enjoy. But if uh, with how much people talked about, like, what Doom did, what Wolfenstein New Order did, uh, Shadow Warrior did it as well. It's just fast-paced uh action at its finest you just got a bunch of demon hordes that you can cut down with your katana or you can blast them in the face with your several different weapons that you get throughout the game uh again like what haiti said low wing is an absolutely enjoyable character i love everything about that character uh probably one of the best things is the fortune cookie hunting uh i have a bunch of screenshots <laughs> of, the different for- of the different fortune cookie sayings because some of them are just absolutely ridiculous and just over the top hilarious it really captured what made I think the original Shadow Warrior uh, fun and something different from the the typical Doom mods or Doom whatever you want to call them, Doom clones. Uh, so I would definitely say that that is probably my my favorite reboot as of late. Uh, but yeah, I'll go ahead and do my outro. So uh, you guys can all find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube at Daybreaker Rain. You can also find me on YouTube at Daybreaker Rain's LP channel where I do Let's Plays. My main channel is mainly for my live stream archives and uh, my Just Another Gaming Rant series. Um, I'm trying to stay away from Nintendo subject matter. I, I really find myself wanting to make videos about Nintendo, but I, I like 90% of, or not 90%, but like 50% of the videos I've uploaded in that series are Nintendo based. So I'm like, ah, I should rear it back a bit, shouldn't I? Um, but yeah, you can find me there. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of uh, different uh, LPs right now. So if you guys want to check that out, and if you could do anything, check out my Twitter and check out the pin tweet and please cast your vote for my extra life. 2017 campaign of what you guys would like to see me play over the course of October leading up to game day. So I've got a couple of uh, different choices up there. So if you guys don't mind voting, I really appreciate it. All right. Next, Mr. Brandle, where can we find you, buddy? I think he's toast. All right. So we're him in the oh, right well, time to do your outro then, Figgy. Twitter, ArcaneMeasure504. Instagram at Now Your Damn Business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Mr. James. You can find me on Twitter at DevHunterJames, uh, twitch.tv slash the hero James. Oh, no. Actually, I forgot. Twitch, let me change that. So does DevHunterJames now. So he's just saying it. Um, And yeah, that's about it. 
All right. Uh, well, I, I think that's it, pretty much. I think I have to go for outros. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative and on Twitch at Renegade underscore Operative. Uh, I probably will be doing some stuff in the future, just brainstorming some ideas. I know I have to do a review next week, so that's probably going to be coming out soon about the order. Uh, yeah, I'm going to write that review tonight. But until then, this is the TCP signing off. Also, we'll probably do after hours later because this podcast was like an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, so I think that's enough content for you guys out there in YouTube land. Until then, take care. Uh, I think this was pretty great. And this is the TCP signing off. See you later. Take it easy, guys. Bye.